0: everybody and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. It's nice to have you all here on this week's uh, podcast. And I am joined by two women today.
1: Yes, you're very lucky today.
0: <laughs> Sharon and Molly. Molly. Molly, the world's most famous miniature schnauzer, uh, is uh, on Sharon's lap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know.
1: It's It's funny. We came in here.
0: She was sleeping. Do the,
1: yeah, she was sound asleep. We came in here to do the show and And here she is. Here she is. Yeah. Not to be left out.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's that's the whole thing about yes, it. Not she, to be not to be left out. So Exactly. <laughs> uh, the website to be at is JoelMaholak.com. And if you're there or when you go there, you hit subscribe and you can join uh, the show and get all the shows and past episodes and stay on top of it. With your favorite player, right, Molly? Uh, so, <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever your poison is, uh, you can hear us on there. Just subscribe to the show. Also, find us at Facebook at JM Talk and on Twitter at WQYB Radio. I have uh, I I bring good news. Oh, yeah. I'm bringing good news to the show today. Yay. Uh, A study had come out a while ago, probably like a year ago, but it's making... Actually, it's making uh, uh, new rounds across uh, some certain food sites that eating ice cream for breakfast can make you smarter. What? Yes.
1: Oh, no. We're going to get (laughs) gallons of ice cream. (laughs) I'm not a breakfast person, but hey, I could be. (laughs)
0: So, uh, a, a Tokyo's uh, uh, Kayoran University—I hope I said that right—did uh, a study saying I eat an ice cream first thing in the morning actually makes you smarter. Now, the study consisted of test subjects in clinical trials where they were required to eat ice cream right after waking up and then did a series of mental exercises on computers. The control group—the control group droop. the control group, which was unfortunately. Uh, the group that didn't get to eat ice cream, ice cream in the most unfair study showed slower reaction times and worse information processing capabilities than the lucky ones who had eaten delicious ice cream before taking the test. Wow. So, I guess
1: all that sugar that's in ice cream would wake me up and
0: well, exactly. therefore
1: make me smarter.
0: And you hit the nail on the head without even knowing about it because I'm surprising you with this stuff. Uh, uh, Katie Barfoot, a nutritional psychology doctoral researcher, says that a possible explanation is the simple presence of consuming breakfast versus not consuming breakfast. In other words, she says that um, our brain needs glucose to function, so on a high-glucose meal, such as ice cream, will aid in mental capacity considerably faster than that compared to a brain that had regular breakfast. So sure the influx of uh, of uh wait,
1: wait what is regular breakfast like orange juice and well you know non and cereal, eggs, ba- maybe yeah, egg, right. eggs no bakey okay <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: you know uh cereal uh you know but you think about the uh the high content of um of the sugar the glucose involved in yeah, ice cream
1: yeah wow
0: so Now that's not good news for diabetics. Right? Yeah. Right. (laughs) And of course, it
1: is good news for me because I'm not.
0: Yay! (laughs) So uh, this uh, Katie Barfoot also goes on to say that the the findings of this study do not condone eating ice cream for breakfast.
1: Well, yeah. I mean that's (laughs) obvious. So, however, I might have to give that a try. That is one test I think I might like. Really?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you don't have to test it. The test has been done.
1: No, I mean, but do my own study here, you know, at, at the Michaelak House.
0: The Mahalik study?
1: The Maholic study. Get the
0: name right. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Okay, so last week we ran out of time on uh, uh, the the topics that we had lined up, which is a good thing. It's a yeah. good it's a good thing when we run out of time and we get the to reserve topics for another week. But you uh, actually had this um, interesting story about a guy, Molly, knocking my microphone around. Let me readjust here about this guy uh, who died of heart disease just hours after he was turned away from a hospital. Right. So it's
1: super, super sad story.
0: So here's the lowdown on it. Here's the information right. about it. Uh, so, and this happened a week before Christmas. Um, Spendy, uh, oh, geez, Rusatovsky, I should have practiced this, but I think that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And his wife went to the Ascension Southeast Wisconsin Hospital in Franklin because he was experiencing chest pains. There was uh, reason to be worried because in July, the 46-year-old auto repair shop owner had surgery to insert stents. Hmm. which typically are used to help open arteries and reduce the chance of a heart attack. So during this December 17th visit to the Franklin Hospital, a sonogram test was ordered uh, for the chest pains, and it revealed an issue, and his primary doctor wanted to admit him in the hospital due to the serious nature of the results of the sonogram. However, there were no beds available. Wow. So interestingly enough... Here's a situation where...
1: Instead of someone being told, nope, you don't have a problem, they did have a problem and a serious one.
0: Right, right. And we can attest to this kind of situation because, you know, the local hospital here, you know, any time you go to the ER or you go into the hospital for anything, you will spend hours in the hallway.
1: Yeah. I mean... Unfortunately, um, my last visit to the ER was spent how many hours in the hallway?
0: Okay. Um
1: twelve, thirteen hours in a hallway. And then I got a little room.
0: But actually it wasn't even well it wasn't really a room. It was just an NER yeah. room. So Yeah, to
1: speak. right. Where you have curtains and instead of walls. But um yeah, it was and then I spent what another five hours there.
0: Yeah. So we, I can I, I know,
1: totally understand the situation.
0: I know we with this guy. We got home at like four a.m. Four a.m. We went in there about one p.m. the previous day. Yeah. And um, but so so this this guy gets sent home, yeah. and then so uh, because, because there were no there's beds, no beds, right? Yeah. And then later that night, about nine o'clock, he goes out to get soda. Right, And uh, he winds up uh, having an episode because yeah. of the symptoms. And, and he was at
1: a gas station getting right. his soda. And
0: he ends up driving off the road and uh, getting trapped in in their SUV and ends up dying. Right. So Sadly. Um, yes, yeah, very sadly. So then I think, when I think about this story and I think about situations where, that we've experienced, and one of the things that, is always constant when we go to the hospital Mm -hmm. is every time we go there it's bigger like they keep building
1: i yeah the hospital that we go to is expanding all the time
0: right well well lately it seems like they're building nothing but parking yeah so you know if you're going to build more parking to accommodate people coming to the hospital you have to accommodate the people at the hospital at the hospital as well exactly exactly so this th- this story really isn't anything new, and I think that most people in most areas can relate to the same situation with their own hospital. Tragically, it yeah. It begs to say, what are you exactly expanding? Now, hospital systems get bigger; they buy out smaller systems. I mean, Christiana Healthcare in this area is larger than it was when we came here 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Uh, but for what for what purpose? It, we were there not too long ago, and we right. spent 15, 16 hours. In there and didn't move, but from the hallway to a small curtained in the area. Right. Curtained in the did, did, curtain. Wow. Did, did. Yeah. Your English is <laughs> spot on today. <laughs> so, as uh, uh, healthcare systems buy up property and put up buildings, w- what is that really do- doing?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Honestly, I'm surprised they don't charge for parking to get more money.
0: Well, they don't charge for parking because it costs you eight hundred dollars for an aspirin. I know, but in the still, hospital, you know. So that's why another they give two
1: hundred and fifty <laughs> for parking. You know, whatever.
0: So that's what, but that's why they don't charge for parking. You're charged <laughs> just for entering the damn building, <laughs> right? At least you can park there for free. Yeah. Um, so you know. And it, it, as far as this story goes, the Milwaukee County Examiner's office, they got records from the hospital as part of their investigation. The medical examiner's report said that the man was turned away from the hospital, but the report doesn't provide more detail about his visit there or the results of the sonogram. So interesting. You're trying to do an investigation and this is a, now this is another bothersome thing about the story. So they're trying to do an investigation and, uh, you know, like, where's the test results? You know, it's uh, yeah. like, what is going on yeah. here that the file is incomplete? You right. know, again, all the people hospitals hire and all the expansion they're doing. Why can't you get something right? People's health care is not something that you can play around with.
1: Exactly. I know, I agree. I and, agree a million percent.
0: And I just can't believe this guy was turned away. With those kinds of results, right. when the when the uh, uh, when the primary care physician wanted him admitted,
1: right? I mean, they could have taken the the person that just had the sniffles out of a bed,
0: right? But. You know, even if they kept him in the hallway, because we know that's done, right? We know yeah. firsthand that that's done. Even if they yeah. kept him in the hallway, he'd be under some sort of care. He would be in a facility... He would be under that, obser- observation, right, right? And in a facility that had the tools necessary should something have happened. Right. It would, where in this case, it did. So, um, the family has uh, retained an attorney to investigate. Good. Yeah, um, exactly. And... uh so the, the, the investigation is ongoing, and uh, the attorney says that they are further investigating the facts and circumstances preceding and surrounding the unfortunate and tra- tragic demise of Mr. Rusatovsky. Um, also, in a statement, uh, a spokesperson for Ascension, that's the hospital, uh, declined to comment citing privacy laws. So the Ascension Facility in Franklin was licensed to a capacity of 52 beds. That's got to be a small hospital. However, yeah. uh, maybe Christiana only has 52 beds. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs>
1: okay. The reason we're <laughs> laughing is because Christiana is a huge hospital. Huge. Huge. And has more than, I'd say, 800 beds.
0: But However, yet there's nowhere for anyone to go. <laughs> because they
1: have people that are being admitted for sniffles
0: not so much being admitted but the but the problem, but that's is the the they're problem that they're using the emergency room found. yeah but well they're using the emergency room people use the emergency room for things that they really should go to these these uh, medical aid units
1: yeah but and, or go to the their family doctor for they use emergency rooms as family doctors well and that is sad that is real sad because they don't have insurance and the hospital cannot turn them away right however a doctor's office can
0: i don't know if the medical aid units can that's where see that's but
1: but no that's not what i'm saying i'm not talking about the medical aid units i'm just talking about a hospital Cannot turn away patients because they cannot afford to pay for it. Right. So, but that's why doctors' offices can. That's why these people use the emergency room as a doctor's office.
0: Right. I I I get all that. What I'm saying is they need to use the medical aid units
1: Uh, for the doctors'
0: offices. Yeah. You know, and let the emergency rooms. The medical
1: aid units aren't going to just take care of them and send them home. They're going to take care of them and send them to the ER. You know for a fact they do that because they did it to me. Well, they
0: had to do it for you, but if well. someone comes in with sniffles, they won't, you know, send up to the yeah. ER.
1: all right. You have a point there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, the case raises questions of federal regulations. Uh, Under the law, patients cannot be transferred or turned away, as Sharon has just pointed out, from a hospital until they are stabilized. It's called the Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act. Uh, And it was passed in 1986 to to prevent patient dumping. So um, it'll be interesting to see what the results of this investigation is, even though this story is a little bit dated now because it was uh, about a month ago. Uh, I haven't heard anything. Like, yeah, I haven't seen any follow. That's the problem. Like with the news media, you know, if you're going to put a story out there, like this, right? Updated. That's going to continue. I mean, get updates. out I mean, the way you found this story, we haven't seen any updates on that.
1: No. No. I haven't.
0: You. you, Oh, I find that uh, more than ever. I always wonder what is going to happen with that story. And you never get updates. They don't shoot the updates the out like they shoot the regular stories get, out.
1: The only way you're going to get updates is if you physically call these these um, news outlets that you receive this information from to begin with. Well,
0: that's your job from now on. No. No. You are you call, you say you're from the Joel Mihalik Show, and you want an update.
1: I want an update. You'll
0: probably hear a whole lot of clicks. <laughs> yeah. The what? <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be worth <laughs> trying and probably fun to experience. Yeah, right? <laughs> Maybe
1: not so much.
0: <laughs> so uh, so the reality of it is we'll probably never hear what happened unless we go digging for any uh, uh, result after that. Because that's what it all is these days. Breaking news. This was breaking news when we got it. Yeah. And it's not breaking news anymore.
1: Yeah, because somebody farted down the street. So now, hey, right. who cares about this person that died? You know, lost his life because a hospital turned him away. Right. He they didn't have any beds.
0: Sad, sad yeah, reality. very, and, very and, sad. It makes you wonder, you know, and and you know, it's uh, can communities come together and do mutual aid with as far as hospitals? I don't know. I don't know. You know. I but hear you. Something has to be done. So uh, coming up later on on the show, of course is our wombat of the week which will also tell you how to get involved with that we have a new one this week and it's a doozy plus uh a, a twist on honor thy heroes uh not just honoring a hero this week so on the honor thy heroes segment which comes up later on you'll find out more about that too it'll be very very interesting and uh, uh we're under watchful eye molly is now going out to watch uh the snow falling.
1: Yeah, we have a lot of snow out there right now. We do.
0: We have a couple inches. I think it's our first. Well, it's obviously our first uh, snow, let alone first big one of 2019.
1: Well, yeah, but we did have one in 2018.
0: Right. When? I I, I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, it wasn't but maybe an inch and a half. This season. Right. Okay. Yeah, I promise you. Hmm.
0: Because I'm telling you, but it was you,
1: so insignificant you don't remember.
0: Well, yeah, uh, well, it's interesting. <laughs> when it when it warms up and rains, we get like two inches of rain. Yeah. And now it's gotten, and I said we're going to get hurt by that fact. All this moisture, but now it's cold enough to snow, and we're getting like three inches. It's insane. No,
1: I think there's more than three inches out there. Well,
0: it's not twelve. When it rains, no. we get an inch or two inches of rain, and it's right. now it's snowing, and we're getting minute amounts. Of the moisture stuff. I don't think
1: it's minute. 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 It's not.
0: Do you think it's significant?
1: I think it's like maybe four to six inches out there. No, that's not, you know, significant in the whole scheme of things. But for us...
0: Well, back in the day, we used to walk in, you know, 27 inches to go to school. Everything was open.
1: And bare feet. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'll pull both ways yeah <laughs> all right folks uh so uh stay tuned um uh, for more coming up and then later on wombat of the week uh we'll be back right after this quick break
1: this message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel freaky right
0: Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show, everybody. I'm here with uh, the lovely Sharon Yay. and uh, and welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. JoelMahalik.com, That's the website. Facebook is JM Talk, and Twitter is WQYB Radio. So there are various ways you can get a hold of us. Also, you can email us here at the show at Joel Radio at gmail.com. So uh, coming up later on on the show, Wombat of the Week, honor thy heroes, the usual weekly stuff. And uh, But right now, a uh, couple other things on the docket. I'm full of surprises for you today <laughs> on the show. I
1: love surprises.
0: <laughs> because today, guess what dropped today? What? The 2019... Mm,
1: besides the snow outside?
0: <laughs> the 2019 Celebrity Big Brother cast dropped this morning.
1: I know of one. And it's a. But that's all I know. It's a
0: list of nobodies.
1: What? Yeah. Well, no. let's see.
0: Jonathan Bennett. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Tamar Braxton.
1: Isn't that Tammy Braxton's sister or something like that?
0: Who's Tammy Braxton?
1: Her, she was a singer in the 80s
0: and 90s. Well, she's 41. Tony. She she could be that. Who's
1: Tony Braxton? Well, not
0: I, I don't know. This one is Tamar. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Candy Burris. Okay. Uh, Tom Green. We know Tom Green, comedian. Yeah. Uh, Lolo Jones, Olympic track and bobsled star. Okay. Ooh, big celebrity Ooh. there. Kato Kalin, <laughs> actor and host. Whoever he is. Joey Lawrence.
1: Yeah, you know him.
0: Uh, yeah, from uh, uh, Blossom, right? Yeah. Uh, Ryan Lochte, Lochte, Latte, Lochte, 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 Lochte. <laughs> uh, oh twelve-time Olympic guy. medalist for swimming. Wow, big celebrity there. Uh, Dina I Lohan, so rude. Dina Lohan, Lindsay's mother. Oh Ooh. okay. Um, former WWE wrestler and actress Natalie Eva Marie. Whatever. Okay. Anthony Scaramucci, former White House director of Commun- communications. Wow. <laughs> uh, Ricky Williams, former NFL superstar. Uh, and, and and that's it. That is that's the uh, <laughs> that's, that's the list of celebrities. Celebrities, and I use that term loosely.
1: No, come on now. They are celebrities in their own right.
0: I'm a celebrity in my own right. I'm you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you have to be. A, cele- a celebrity that everybody knows, not just you.
0: I know me as a celebrity. <laughs> you know me as a celebrity. And Molly uh, knows me as a celebrity.
1: Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. And everyone listening knows you as a ce- celebrity. I have a hard time
0: with that word. Wh- wh- why is it I, I feel like I'd rather watch this with nobody? Oh. <gasps> You know, yeah, like the regular you know,
1: because they hype up the in your mind, celebrity means, you know, um,
0: Tom uh, Jennifer Cruz, Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, Tom sure.
1: Cru- right. But <laughs> they're not getting that quality. Uh, I'm I'm messing it up. I'm
0: The nobodies are better quality than the celebrities they get.
1: Yeah, gets. but because the celebrities that they get is not what you think they're going to be.
0: I mean, last year. So they,
1: that's why it's disappointing to you.
0: Last year they had a podcaster as a celebrity.
1: Right. Well, maybe someday. No, I would Big never do that will show. Say to you, I
0: would never do Big Brother. Hello, CBS. I would never do that show.
1: Okay. So I don't think we're fit enough. <laughs> yeah.
0: For starters. <laughs> but you know, so. it, it If you think of them as not celebrities, though, maybe you can get through the show. But I don't know. We tried, like last year, we tried to watch it. We didn't get very far.
1: Yeah, but I do want to try and watch it this year.
0: Okay. Well, it'll start Sunday the 21st, two night special event. Right. Sunday night the 21st and Monday night the 22nd. Right. So, two night. You got that, Molly? Two nights. Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, I have to tell you this little story, um, everyone. I just came in from walking Molly, um, and she loves the snow. She really does. She's going to be a very old dog very soon, and but she still loves it, and she bounces around in the snow like she's a puppy. Yeah. And she was doing that for me just now outside, and um, she, the way her fur is we put a coat on her you know and a sweater and a dress and a boots and uh, you know she she gets
0: (laughs) dressed to the nines yeah dressed to the nines (laughs) when it comes
1: to the snow however this time i did not put her boots on her um and um so she has snowballs on her legs
0: yeah yeah that's true
1: snowballs (laughs) on her legs the fur just collected all the snow and made little balls schnauzers are famous for it yeah (laughs) yeah so she has these little snowballs on her legs and um i feel bad for her because i see one leg shiver just a tiny bit right didn't mean she was cold in my mind she was she was freezing and I'm trying to get the snowballs off, and I'm like, ah, ding, 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 an idea. Why don't we get the blow dryer out and um, blow dry the snowballs off our legs? Right. So we did. That's what we did. That's what we did on our little break. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we blow dried the snowballs off our dog's legs. Yep. That's how spoiled this dog is.
0: Well, I, I I think most people spoil their their dogs. Yeah, but I don't their think they're fur they, babies.
1: They do, absolutely.
0: But you think we spoil ours the <coughs> I, maximum? Yeah, maximum spoiliness, spoil spoilment, spoil, miss.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs>
1: this child.
0: I'll either make up words on this show, or I'll just trip over all of them. That's well, what I'll do. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> okay okay so uh so yeah so i guess uh big brothers coming up
1: yeah i'm, I'm super excited about that
0: i, I really am d- i just don't feel excited like I, I i would feel more excited if it was a regular regular season with a cast of nobodies and i you know i i think some of the cast members that they've had on regular seasons have gone on to become bigger celebrities than these people that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying wow Big Brother has made regular people into celebrities. And then, you know, and Anthony Scaramucci, really? A celebrity? <laughs> okay. All right. Um, <laughs> moving on. So, I saw this story this week and I said, you know, I, I'm so happy that people just continue to give us stuff to talk about on this podcast. Right. For instance, uh, this Phoenix woman from Arizona, Jacqueline Aides, Uh, accused of stalking a man she met on a dating site and sending him more than 65,000 text messages. However, after the records were opened up and discovered, it was more like 159,000 plus in a matter of 10 months. So if you do the math, Wow. If you do the math, that's about 530 texts per day.
1: Wow. That's obsessive.
0: (laughs) Oh, I thought that was just commitment.
1: No. (laughs) No, that's obsessive.
0: So she sent more than 159,000 text messages, some of which were life-threatening, over the course of nearly 10 months. Uh, These two went on uh, one single date.
1: Wow. Just one date.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She is committed to that relationship.
1: Well, well, you can look at it that way, or (laughs) that... She is deranged.
0: So she has pled not guilty to charges of stalking and criminal trespassing meaning that she has uh, while he was away out of the country, she broke into his house. Wow and she was arrested inside the house because uh, he has one of those surveillance systems that allows him to watch from anywhere you know yeah and so he saw her got the alert I guess saw her on his cell phone in the house called the police and when they got the police got there uh, they found her in his house taking a bath. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) And uh, (laughs) also, she also showed up at his work. She sent one text that read, I'd make sushi out of your kidneys and chopsticks out of your hand bones.
1: Okay. Yeah. And he didn't see this on the one date that he went went on with her. Well,
0: maybe that's why it only went one date.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I wouldn't have had one date had I known that this person was like Well, I believe
0: that it started on one of those websites. So, I mean, you know. You know, everybody can lie on the internet.
1: Yeah, you know. um, I mean, I'm the most famous podcaster in the world on my page. I know so many people (laughs) that have met their significant others on the website. And it's an old thing by now. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It really is. And um, it's not... uh, I mean what am I trying to say it's it's so common now you know but it still bothers me right. I don't feel that you can find your significant other on a website you and I met traditionally right you know I, yeah. and thankfully so <laughs> i said um To your sister. Well, I could be a
0: rare internet find.
1: Well, yeah, you are. But (laughs) back when we met, the internet wasn't this big thing. You know?
0: Yeah. Just think the 90s were 20 years ago.
1: I know. That's insane.
0: Even more insane is when I think of how long ago the the 70s were. And the 80s were. And the 60s. Yeah. Wow. Um, So... Uh, yeah, so that's one. That, that's one. That, an example that's of one of the texts insane. that she sent. Um, in the police interview, she seemed to understand that the man didn't want to be with her, uh, and she says, "It's okay. That's how he feels. Uh, somebody else uh, should love him. He has so much love. He's so cute. I can't believe I scared him."
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. That statement.
0: One hundred and fifty-nine thousand texts. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, her trial—whether she pleaded guilty, um, she didn't. She pleaded not guilty. But her trial uh, will begin on February fifth. Another story that we may never see the outcome of, but it, <laughs> but it would be interesting. Um,
1: I don't get. It's insane. Maybe we don't wow. want to see the outcome of this case. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but mm. that's
1: like that's like this one. Um, the Jody areas or. But um, yeah. case, you remember that case where they were dating and he broke it off, and she, she said, um, "I don't think so." Yeah, you
0: know, she like killed him in the shower, right?
1: Yeah, and took pictures,
0: yeah. and
1: thought she could wash the camera and, like, in a washing machine with your right. clothes. Wacko. And uh, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. If uh, I can't have you, nobody else will.
0: Uh, which is crazy that even in of, itself. Yeah, yeah. That,
1: right? That kind of mentality. Wow. Mm. I'm sorry. I'd be distraught if you ever said, hey, peace out. But, you know, I don't think I'd be that distraught. Right. Where I would threaten your life.
0: And I mean I, I realize I send you a couple hundred texts a day but that's because you don't answer any of them. No, so I'm trying to find I out don't if you're okay. answer them. <laughs> I, do-
1: <laughs> I don't answer them because you send me a couple hundred a day. No, he really doesn't people. He he might send me several and if I don't respond to him
0: then I will call
1: he will, he will call me. <laughs> I'll find you. Baby, are you okay?
0: Not that it, You I'm, know,
1: and it's funny too because uh, if I'm with friends during the day, they're and they see this happening, they're like, "Oh my god, he's you guys are disgusting." Because we love each other so much and we show it. You know, we don't hide it. And That's their
0: problem, right? Right? They're like, "Oh,
1: you're so disgusting!" Ew. <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, you know, when you when you got a good man."
0: All right, all right. <laughs> uh,
1: I I you know had to say that.
0: Well, you didn't have to, but I appreciate I did.
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say that.
0: So um,
1: so yeah, you know, getting back to this story. That's um, how many
0: thousands of texts. One hundred and fifty-nine plus, one hundred and fifty-nine thousand plus. Wow. That's the round figure. So I mm-hmm. imagine not as many as one hundred and sixty, but certainly not less than one hundred and fifty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> <My> what? <guess. laughs> Okay, and, the, and this kind of <laughs> stuff is the reason why we should be uh, building up the uh, mental health facilities and mental health services, because there are absolutely. people out there that absolutely need this stuff. Yeah, you know, um, but um, that is so true. Yeah, because obviously there is something, and and she doesn't see it, so that's another sign. I mean, this lady is obviously mentally disturbed and needs help to stabilize whatever her mental problem is. And so this goes back to what I've been saying for years about how they've been destabilizing and deinstitutionalizing all of these types of facilities that deal with mental health. Mm -hmm. And here is the perfect classic story. Sure, we laugh about it a little bit, but the truth of the matter is this woman needs help, and people like her need help.
1: scary. I mean, if that were happening to me, where someone was sending me, what hundreds of texts a day that that would be super scary i'm sorry i i would be terrified yeah yeah and that is no way to live it really isn't
0: and he went through it for almost a year well i bet you he doesn't date online anymore i bet you so i bet you um he's
1: probably a priest by now
0: <laughs> so uh th- th- Coming down to the wire here, but just enough time maybe to mention this. Pretty interesting factoid that you had looked up, mm-hmm. uh, that you had found uh, coming across your... I don't know why you love MSN, but whatever. Uh, no, so,
1: I, I I get the weirdest stories on MSN. Right. And That's t- why I go there.
0: And today one came across sort of like a, yeah. a what happened 100 years ago in, <laughs> in, in, in Boston. In 1919.
1: Yeah, in Boston, right.
0: January 15th, 2.3 million gallons of molasses... Had uh, exploded out of its holding thing and whatever, and causing the great yeah. molasses flood of Boston of 1919.
1: Yeah, and, and it um, killed
0: uh, 21 people and more than 150 were injured. And I just don't understand why the, we don't know about that. It's such a sweet but story.
1: It, it is. <laughs> sweet, but get it? The, <laughs> the funny thing about the the title of this story is, "Oh my God, run!" The day. A deadly wave of molasses tore through Boston. Yeah, that almost okay. sounds
0: like an alien invasion.
1: Right, but oh my God, run. No, you just have to walk, Saunder. You don't have to run because molasses moves so slowly. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine, even with the amount of molasses going through this town, you know, you're running from the blob. You know, that kind of thing.
0: I can't fathom I, 2.3 I, million gallons of molasses. I, exactly,
1: exactly. I mean, in 1919,
0: that must have been one hell and of a commodity was, to have on hand.
1: And this story was a story in the Washington Post from January fifteenth, 1919. And it turned out that the temperature on this day had soared to 40 degrees.
0: Right. So, how fast can molasses go, even in cold temperatures? Right, because <laughs> exactly. that is still relatively cold temperatures.
1: Right. So. Interesting. Um, yeah. Pretty interesting. Well,
0: I've always said it. And there's not enough history being discussed, and that's that's just a great story from history. It's not yeah, that it, it's not that you have to talk about wars and a Cold War and bad things. I mean, that's exactly. a bad thing that happened. but it you know, is it's for it's, this
1: town. It, it's it a was, neato thing. Yeah, can you imagine the cleanup?
0: Yeah, Neato and a Speedo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> neato and the not Speedo.
0: <laughs> yeah, the cleanup must have been slow and aggravated. Oh yeah, I, and bad for diabetics,
1: right? <laughs> I bet you that's how diabetes started. It
0: may have. We should look into that.
1: Yeah, we should. But um, on a somewhat serious note, I, um, I wonder if they're still finding deposits. Maybe of molasses from this.
0: It could be tragic, possible. That's a tragic lot. day. Yeah, that's a lot of molasses. Yeah. All
1: right,
0: so we're gonna slowly get out of here then for <laughs> for, for break, <laughs> and uh, and when okay. I and when we come back, uh, honor thy heroes, wombat of the week, right here on the Joel Mihalik Show. We'll be right back. All right, bye bye. So I use my computer every day. Not even sure how I get along without it, but I wasn't prepared for a virus, a Trojan. They called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show, folks. I'm Joel Mahalik and uh, i glad you're here. JoelMahalik.com, that is the website. Also on Facebook at JM Talk, and on Twitter at WQYB Radio. So that's where you can reach out to us on social media, all over the internet. And uh, in this segment, we call the last stretch. We cover two main things one being the wombat of the week, and of course, um, uh, soon after that we honor heroes in our honor thy Heroes" segment but first as far as the wombat of the week goes what is it uh so if you're a new listener to the show it's basically uh we find uh uh, we find lots of it but we pick a story from the from the internet from the news of stupid people doing stupid things and we post it where we, uh, we, we we put it out there on the show and call it the Wombat of the Week. Now, you can get involved in this. It doesn't just have to be us looking for the stories. You can join in on all the fun of Wombat of the Week by submitting your Wombat of the Week story to the show. Simply email the link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmaholic.com. Or you can also send it to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. And other ways you can submit it, you can send it to us through a direct message on Facebook at JM Talk. So you can get your story in for the voting. And a lot of stories get held over because um, they're so good. They may not become the Wombat of the Week for this week, but they could become the Wombat of the Week for another week. So that's how that works. And uh, so, away we go with this week's... Now, last, on the last program, we talked about, uh, briefly, the, the movie Bird Box and these Bird Box challenges, which are really idiotic. Where people are blindfolding themselves and doing everyday things and filming themselves. Walking around, trying to do things around the house. But, the Bird Box challenge takes a different twist now and leads to a car crash and possible charges for a Utah teenager. This is the absolute stupidity of it all. So, this happens in Leighton, Utah. Police say a teenager participating in the latest viral challenge, the Bird Box Challenge, is responsible for a crash on Leighton Parkway and will face reckless driving charges. Leighton police tweeted two photos of the crash, which they say occurred on Monday, Thankfully, no injuries were reported. This kid got lucky. Uh, Bird Box Challenge While Driving, predictable result, according to the department's statement. This happened on Monday as a result of the driver covering her eyes while driving on the Layton Parkway. Police said they did not learn about the story behind Monday's crash until Friday. The Bird Box Challenge, as I said, taking its name from a recent Netflix movie in which the characters must remain blindfolded. Lieutenant Travis Lyman from the Layton Police said the 17-year-old girl driving the pickup truck was with a 16-year-old boy when she decided to attempt the bird box challenge and used a beanie as an impromptu blindfold. The driver veered on the in, the driver veered into oncoming traffic and struck a passenger car. Honestly, I'm almost embarrassed to have to say don't drive with your eyes covered, but you know apparently we do have to say that. According to Lyman, he also says the stakes are just so high and it's just such a potentially dangerous thing as it is to try and do it in a way that is inexcusable. It really puts everybody at risk. Police are recommending reckless driving charges in the case, but it will be up to the county's attorney general's office to determine what charges, if any, are filed. Now, see, there has to be charges filed in this case, I believe. And not only reckless driving, but reckless endangerment. And how about endanger, endangering a, a minor? Two counts. One for herself and one for the 16-year-old. It, you know, the, the two words, if any, really bother me. Because th- this is what happens. She goes out and does this idiotic thing, and then... At the end of the story it says charges if any will be filed. So I just I guess I got tired of people getting away with things all the time like why would you not charge this person? Because not only did she risk herself and her passenger but hit struck another passenger car veering into the oncoming traffic. You've put other people at risk. It's not fair to any of us that somebody would be this stupid to tie a blindfold around their eyes and drive a car. Why would you do that? I mean, when will when will humans start acting uh, sensible again? These challenges are crazy and they're dangerous. And I don't know I, I, I don't know what the answer is to stop the craziness. I, I mean, I just, I really don't know. I don't know what that answer is. I mean, do we just remove everything? I mean, you... you <laughs> I'm, I'm tongue-tied. I'm trying to find the right words. If we, as a society... Start saying, well, in order to stop these challenges, bird box challenge, uh, ice bucket challenge, um, not that that's as dangerous as others, but you know, Kiki challenge, Tide Pod challenge, all these challenges, if we were to say, hey, let's just uh, go back to the source and stop doing things like that in a source so let's stop having detergent to wash our clothes let's stop having music and movies since these bad ideas come from them do you see where we'd be going with this? I mean that's that seems like the root but it's not where does it where does it start? I don't even know what to suggest as a starting point on how to straighten people out because you know they're not just kids doing it it's not just kids there's actual adults that partake in these stupid challenges doing these stupid things and then where do you go from there because my first uh, thought was bad parenting you know grown ups have to teach the children but some of the people doing this stupid stuff are grown ups and it kind of takes that out of the equation. So then I don't know where to go. But the answer is not to do what Netflix and Tide are afraid of, Netflix more so. I mean, you know, these, these companies don't want to be held responsible, and they don't want to see things go away because of the interpretation that people make. And unfortunately, I don't think this will be the last... Uh, bad story we see about the Bird Box Challenge and I'm afraid that we will see uh, the worst kind of story of the Bird Box Challenge. Because as a society we are apparently a bunch of idiots. So I think that charges should be filed. And more than just a reckless driving thing. I mean we have to teach people a lesson. We can't just slap people on the hands Or not hold them accountable for their actions. And hope that things will get better. Because they won't. But that's just my two cents on it. And that is why this 17-year-old girl becomes the wombat of the week. So remember to get your stories in uh, to Radio at gmail.com. So um, uh, we know the news is out there. We see it by the plenty. But we need really good stuff. I hate to say that because I'm, I, I'm and believe me, I'm not encouraging anyone to create you know, some sort of disastrous news uh, just to send it in. So, uh, you know, uh, the next segment that we do each week is Honor Thy Heroes and this is where we take an opportunity to comb the news and find uh, good stories about police, firefighters, EMS, you know, everyday heroes. And we put it on display, but you know, this week I, I I sort of want to take the segment and just you know, last week was Law Enforcement Appreciation Day, and uh, National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day, and so I figured at the end of this week, you know, no particular story in mind, but just recognize all the heroes, and recognize all the police, all the police for the good they do and I wanted to talk a little bit about um, uh, t- You know, today, the official date of publication of this podcast is the 13th of January now, a couple of days ago on lawenforcementtoday.com there was an edit- editorial put out by Kyle Reyes entitled, Our Law Enforcement Officers Are Dying Too Quickly in 2019 and uh, Kyle talked about how on the 11th, as of the 11th, he had noted five police officers nationwide, uh, as far as, you know, from seeing from the news and whatnot, five officers gone in the line of duty, taken from us. And here on the 13th, uh, I'd have to say that there are at least two more. So, the, the, and that means the ratio is getting worse already. You know, Kyle points out that you know one officer taken from us in 2019 would be one too many I mean these are people men and women that are out there to help us and for various reasons you know they're just they're, they're taken like that and it really concerns me and I, you know, I, I, I it, it's laying out a bad trend. And I'm concerned about, uh, generally speaking, society out there. You know, and, and you know, I since we started on this venture of Honoring Thy Heroes, of course, I uh, join a lot of groups. Uh, I follow a lot of different uh, agencies that promote police news and fire news and EMS news. But as far as the police are concerned, I don't know if it's because since I joined all these different avenues of information that it's just opened my eyes that this has been going on for so long, or is this something recent? I don't have stats in front of me. Uh, I you know, f- from the last couple of years, but in the last six months, we've uh, started relying on so many sources of information that in a way it feels like overload, the amount of officers taken from us. But So today, I just wanted to cover uh, not only the five mentioned in Kyle's article, but uh, also since then, the other, uh, again, two that I'm aware of, only from the aggregation of news. And so we honor those fallen in the first 13 days of the new year. And here we go. On Saturday, January 5th, Provo Police Department Officer Joseph Schinners was shot and killed while trying to apprehend a fugitive. Monday, January 7th, Coleraine Township Police Officer Dale Woods was struck by a pickup truck while investigating another crash. Tuesday, January 8th, Salt River Police Officer Clayton Townsend was struck by a distracted driver during a traffic stop. Wednesday, January 9th, Shreveport Police Department Officer Shatiri Payne was shot and killed on her way to work. And also on that same day, City of Davis Police Department Officer Natalie Corona was shot and killed while investigating a three-car crash. And further from the uh, uh, additional to those five um, on uh, today, Birmingham Police Officer sorry, Sergeant Watasha Carter was fatally shot in a nightclub shooting, and a second officer of that shooting is critically wounded. And just uh, yesterday, Illinois State Trooper Christopher Lambert was struck and killed by a vehicle during another traffic investigation. So my count... Is seven officers down, seven officers gone inside of thirteen days, and this is a this is not a good stat. Should this progress, and uh, and it, it I, I'm saddened, I'm saddened by it, but it's something that. I don't think that people know unless you follow that. I mean, sure, you'll know from your local news, but I'm not sure if people realize just how far spread this is. Distracted driver kills a police officer. Seven, A couple of these police officers shot and killed. One by a fugitive. And one, we're waiting for more more information on the investigation on her way to work shot and killed what does this say about society I mean I know I'm not the only one who who, who, who worries about this it makes you worry about going out there amongst society and so I just thought that for this week on Honor Thy Heroes I uh, this week I wanna, I'm going to honor all of them and all law enforcement officers, but I wanted to especially mention, mention the fact that we have so many officers in so little days that have been taken from us, have been taken from their families, have been taken from their families in blue, have been taken from all the people in their community whom they served. It's sad. And this just adds uh, fuel to my fire that says that we need, as a society, we need to love more. We need to come together. As the old song said, come together. Right now. And we need to love again. We need to love each other again. We need to love the people that serve us. The people that protect us. And so I am honoring all heroes this week in the law enforcement arena. And thank you, every one of you, for your service to your communities, to our communities. Thank you. And with that, folks, that about wraps it up for me and the program this week. Uh, Remember to check out the show at joelmahalik.com. And from there, you can click the subscribe button and subscribe to your favorite player. Uh, If you like the show, please pass it on. Remember, you can hear the replays on Star FM on Friday nights at 6 p.m. And on Sunday nights on 920 WON, The Apple, uh, at 11 p.m., both times Eastern. Until next week, folks, be good to yourselves, love one another, and be good. And we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody.